All right, uh, hello, I wanna start off by saying that my name is David Lara, and the book that my literature circle is reading is called Goodbye to Berlin, and my role in this lit circle is discussion director. And now that we finished the book as uh, discussion director, I decided to uh, prepare some questions about overall, like generally speaking about the book. But uh, one, uh, at first I wanna focus and steer the conversation into specifically the characterization that Christopher Isherwood brings into the book because uh, I feel like it's really vital and an important factor into overall the novel and personally I feel it's something that makes it the book really good and adding back onto the original discussion it makes it have more literary merit uh, so I want to start by characterization which is a uh, I guess it's a literary device this is used to deliver information about a character and build an image of it. And the two types are direct characterization or indirect or implicit characterization or explicit. And uh, in this book, uh, Goodbye to Berlin, the, it uses direct or explicit characterization, which is uh, the characterization takes a direct approach towards building the character. It uses another character like the narrator, the protagonist, to tell the reader, to tell the audience about the subject and in this case, the narrator is also the author and then the book is told in first person so everything that he sees we see through his eyes which is also i believe a line that he says himself in the beginning when he's describing uh his apartment chris uh so i felt like that was really important and vital thing about the book because there's so many characters that you see that are introduced specifically in the beginning when uh christopher is explaining everybody that is in his apartment for example uh, so anyways, in the beginning, uh, in the story when Isherwood is explaining his initial experiences when he first moves into, I guess, apartment is what they're called, or a boarding house because there's the other roommates, uh, we get to meet the landlord, Fraulein Schroeder. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I searched it up because uh, it's, it's like FRL dot Schroeder. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. And FRL or Fraulein is when your husband dies in war, I believe. So that's that just kept me really curious because it's like, and I don't want to say annoying, but at the it's mentioned a lot. The narrator talks like names of the landlady shorter, for, like uses FRL shorter, and I just searched that up and that's what it means. And then we also get to me, uh, Fraun and Koss, and then the barman Bobby, and then later on we get to meet the girl that issued tutors hippie. And so, and then so I just want to add on back to how there's so many characters and then later on we meet Fritz and then Sally and how each character is in individual. They're all unique in their own individual ways and how in, in many books, personally speaking, it's so easy to get characters mixed up and get confused. But in this one, it's not because they use direct characterization and it's easier to distinguish who's who and there's no confusion so i feel like that's something that the book had that made me really enjoy it and guess going back to one of the questions that i wanted to ask towards uh everybody in my group would be that i want to ask the group was did you like the characters in the book and which one was your favorite personally my favorite was uh in the section in the second section when we started talking about sally bulls uh, I feel like she was a really cool character. She uh, 
uh, I find her interesting because, not necessarily because she's a actual person in the real world, but it's she's really realistic, and I don't know, maybe personally, I know someone that has similar traits to her, and I just find it interesting how, how first, where Fritz and uh, Chris are hanging out, and then they're drinking coffee, and then later on they get to meet Sally, Fritz already knows her, and then... But I feel like at the beginning, Chris, the way he's describing her, and let me go back to see what page was that. Oh, excuse me a second. In the real beginning, uh, they're they're drinking coffee, and then Fritz is talking to Sally. And Sally both. Oh, well, he first, he first says uh, hi to her. Uh, the narrator describes her as she was dressed in black silk with a small cape over her shoulders and a little cap like a page boy stuck jauntily on one side of her head. And then he talks about detail a lot throughout the book. We also talked about that in the beginning, how he's very descriptive, and then that's very helpful towards the overall book because it gives significance to important things, which helps me understand what's going on. It uses imagery and gives me a good picture in my head some people i know personally don't like that because i feel like they get confused i could understand them that uh they feel like the author is trying to point out something very important but something essential or trying to give significance to the book but i see it as just trying to be more helpful and painting a perfect picture in one's own head and when uh sally's on the phone when they're both with fritz uh he notices her nails. It says, I noticed that her fingernails were painted emerald green, a color unfortunately chosen for it. it called attention to her hands, which were much stained by cigarette smoking and as dirty as a little girl's. She was dark enough to be Fritz's sister. Her hair, her face was long and thin, parted dead white. She had very large brown eyes, which would have been darker to match her hair and the pencil she used for her eyebrows. So uh, I feel like the first impression that Chris got when he met Sally was like, he, she, he thought that she was dirty or sneaky. And here we know, like, the type of woman she was. But then later on, as you read on further, uh, Sally call, ends up uh, dialing Chris, asking him to come over for tea. And then uh, Sally's all explaining her life story on how her dad, Mr. Jackson, was a businessman. And then he about her, her mom not actually being friends, even though she told Mr. Fritz that. And I feel like they end up being close friends, which I feel... I don't know, I just feel like I relate maybe too much to Christopher Isherwood, the narrator author. He's the one we call him Christopher in the story, though. Uh, in the beginning, like, his first impression, he didn't really want to do nothing with her. Because then they go on to the bar, and then he describes how he, she, he thinks that she's a bad singer. But uh, he, and then I'm like, and thinking to myself as I read, because after he has a conversation with her about, uh, they drink coffee over it. Sally opens up to him. She talks about his whole, her whole childhood. Well, not childhood completely. Well, yes, about talking to her dad. He's a businessman. And then she moved out here to Europe with her best friend who ended up leaving her for a rich guy, whatever. And then she says that she doesn't feel bad for it because she would have done the same. That's something I liked about her because she's honest and throughout the whole book. Well, more, well in the beginning, she's really honest. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then also how even though then after they have coffee, then she comes over to Chris's the the apartment that she lives in, and then a Schroeder the the lady that lives with 
Chris is so, like, she sets up everything nice. She's on knees. She has some nice uh, napkins set out and stuff. So, so then I feel like they're just getting close, you know? And then uh, I like the part because it was clarifying where it said, I thought that they were, like, going to start dating or falling in love with one another, but it's clear when, uh, when it says right here on page 36, then do you like me, Christopher, darling? And then he says, yes, of course, I like you, Sally. What do you think? But you're not in love with me, are you? No, I'm not in love with you. I'm awfully glad I wanted you to like me ever since we first met, but I'm glad you're not in love with me because somehow I couldn't possibly be in love with you. So if you had been, everything would have been spoiled. Huh. So that's a good clarifying point. Uh, so anyways, that's why I think like Sally is my favorite character because she's like very, I don't want to say, I don't like saying honest about how she is, but she's a very realistic or I could see her, I could picture her standing like in front of me when I'm hitting it and and then like she's just really realistic. The character is realistic. I feel like it's many people so that's why I like her. Uh moving on to another question is um uh, that I wrote down was did you learn more about history from reading the book overall or did you want to discover more about history after reading it? And uh we talked about this in the last in our couple of circles, we said about how we were connecting this back to past and present because this is barely in the section after Sally Bowles, we go on to the Arugan Island, but then we talk about the Noaks, and that's when it starts getting more into the rise of the Nazis, and then we're talking about how comparing it to the Trump administration and ways about how people are being, there's being uh, social tensions and political differences throughout a lot of people. So, uh, but that doesn't necessarily talk about the history happened in that time. So I would say that I want to know more about history after reading the book. Uh, because uh, the book is talking about, it's the, I wrote, did you learn more about history from reading this novel? Or do you want to discover more history after reading it? And I don't feel like uh, the novel necessarily talked uh, specifically about the history that was happening, like, like dates and stuff and facts, but that's not a bad thing. That's something that I liked about it because it's not a, it's not nonfiction, not like a textbook. It's a novel. So now, in my opinion, after reading the book, I want to know more about the history. Uh, and my past like middle school classes are also my freshman year when learned about like the Holocaust in Germany after World War One about how they were hor- doing horrible economically. Uh, sound. It sounded interesting, but it wasn't, like, more of a perspective of a United States textbook. And, like, not necessarily how if it, as if it's biased or anything, but it's just never specifically centralized in Germany. So, right, after reading that, I want to learn more history about it, about what exactly was going on in Germany. Because they say how they were in a very bad economic state after World War One, and how Germany was in the ruins. But uh, in, the, in the beginning of the book, it doesn't seem like that. I mean, people are... Like uh, pessimistic, but I mean that's everywhere, and I feel like it was exactly as exaggerated as um, the wasn't exactly exaggerated as other books or other teachers have told me in the past. So I know what you guys think. Do you think that you want to learn more about history after reading the book, or did you feel like the novel talked a lot about history?
The third question that I had written down was, um, did the snippets of German language, how did they work for you? I'm sorry, my writing is terrible. I said, how did the snippets of German language work for you in the novel? And second part, did they add more atmosphere or distract from the understanding? Uh, For me personally, I didn't really like it because I felt like, uh, one, I couldn't pronounce it, which made me really frustrated. And I don't think that they necessarily had more atmosphere or detracting from understanding. Uh, I kind of knew what they meant. I didn't feel like they were essential parts, honestly, because I thought in my head, if the author included these words in German, it must be a simple phrase. Like for when Christopher goes to visit Sally at his at her apartments to drink tea and coffee, he's talking to the maid or the other person that's serving the coffee in, in German to her. And I feel like he just she's telling her simple. Sally's telling the maid a simple command about coffee and stuff. So, because author knows that obviously the people reading this book don't necessarily know German. So I feel like the parts that were in German were not essential, and I feel like I was able to pick it up. And I know some people when they don't understand something, they go up on and look it up for the exact meaning. The only thing I searched up was the FRL dot after their names, like FRL FRL shooter. I feel like that's how you pronounce it. But for other phrases or sentences, I did not look them up. I th- I think they were more of annoying, honestly. I don't know what you guys thought about it. Um, I would like to introduce myself. My name is George Rios, and in this discussion, I'll be the connector. Uh, I'm not only going to connect like the situations in the book to my personal life, but I'm also going to connect the... Uh, events occurring in the book to real life examples like in politics and just like current events that are going on in today's society uh going back to your question i like how you ask how we feel about the german snippets i actually like them and my reasoning to that is that uh, it gives us like a perspective of how they lived how they talked like it was like more of what you said a descriptive like approach to the book uh, there's no books like out there just like that they throw kind of their language. It's just like I don't know. It's something different that it kind of helps us understand how Isherwood is as a writer. Uh, like I know I've read certain books in in English that are in Spanish, and only like I like how they threw in like Spanish sentences. It kind of like connected me to their culture, and person like I'm already connected because I'm Hispanic and like um. Uh, so it kind of showed, like, I, a way to connect to the book. If I was, like, let's say, an English person or a German, something that the book could clearly relate to, I would feel, like, more related and connected to the book in a way. I will feel, like, it's more, like, I don't know, more personal in a way. Uh, those German snippets also helped me, like, kind of see uh, their type of writing and expression because... In the text, like, the way they write and express themselves in, a, like, let's say a book, it shows a lot of who they are, and we could also see, like, a lot of Isherwood and the characters surrounding him. Uh, this could also help with characterization because it shows how they write and how they, how they talk also, like, because you could also so, show speech through a text, uh, especially, like, if it's quoted, like, in this case. Um... Uh, I also like to connect it to today's world, how sometimes even we're, we're talking, talking like us as Hispanics and Mexican-American, we also tend to throw in like some Spanish words here and there. 
and it kind of like shows more connection to our conversation and like what we're talking about and it also shows more connection to like each other like uh it's kind of funny like how i'm the connector and talking about connections but i guess that's the best way to describe those like uh german sentences to like today's world it's like it brings us together and it's like makes us be more related to each other i don't know that's the only way i think about it like I get what you're saying, but I like I kind of do like it. It doesn't really confuse me as much. Uh, but besides that, I want to show like, like give a review and preview of what's going on to happen in this podcast. Uh, at this point, we have finished the book, and I have thought about some pretty good connections I could make from the book to today, especially in politics. This book is heavily political and like. German side and the how the English people saw uh, Germany back then. It shows the temples of families going through a lot, the struggles that they had to go through. And I could think of many, many, many cases in today's world, especially right now today, with the administration we have under the presidency of the President Trump. It shows kind of like, mm, I wouldn't say fear. I mean, it is fear, but also the... Like, circumstances and feelings that many feel into his society under his presidency. And back then, as a, maybe being a Jewish family had a lot of, like, uh, emotions emotions felt to the Nazi regime. And in today's society, I could connect it to how maybe being part of a Hispanic family or a minority in just in general, someone that's not well represented in, in the government... It shows, like, it connects to the fear that, uh, I don't really want to talk to about myself, like, in this case, but, um, and I don't want to talk, like, put words on anyone's mouth, but I could pretty sure say that, um, uh, we have fear in a way that, um, uh, because of the racism that has started the presidency of Donald Trump, like, I guess we could all connect to that in a way, uh, back then. Uh, most of the Jewish people had fear under the Nazi regime because, uh, like, they were, like, persecuting them and they were, like, basically trying to end their, like, their culture, their society. And I guess that's, like, back then it was more, like, life or death. And right now it's not life or death, but it shows, like, like, a crazy situation that we still go through this, like, fear and pain. That we might lose someone that we love because of like a higher government. And that's like one of the like themes I saw occur pretty often is like the fear of losing something you love because of someone that's in power. Um, I could connect to that because, um, like personally, because I know like I have uh, people close to me that are undoc- undocumented, and I know because of this presidency, like laws have become tougher, many things have become like really hard to obtain as like like as a minority as well and uh back then the struggle was that if you were jewish you would be persecuted by the nazi regime and like even as the book proceeds everything gets tougher and even after the book like is written like uh, i'm talking about like mid mid war 